Hey, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Angular Air. I am your host, Justin Schwarzenberger. And today we are going to be taking a behind the scenes look or, or talk about um, a little talk that was run at ng-conf this year, uh, helping you learn about switch map. Uh, so it should be pretty cool. Uh, let's say hi to our panelists, and then we'll say hi to our guests. Uh, join us, the panelists, today. We've got Bonnie Brennan. Bonnie, how's it going? It's going great. I'm excited for this show. We are, too. We are, too. It's a bonus show this week. We've got two shows this week, so that's always pretty cool. Um, and joining us as guests today, actually, one of our guests is a panelist as well, so he's a ghoulist today. But uh, we've got, well, the ghoulist, Mike Brocky. What's going on? Hi. Thanks for having me. I forget the name of the show as a guest, but... It's nice to be here to talk with you people. Yeah. It's, it's Angular Air, Mike. Get it together. Angular, Angular Air. It's kind of a huge show. Oh, nice. Sounds fun. It's important. It, it's huge when you're on. So, like, as long as you're on, everybody's watching, right? All right. We got uh, Pete Bacon Darwin with us as well. Pete, how's it going? Hi, everyone. Yeah, very well. Thank you. It's getting late here, but not as late as Shy. Not as late as Shy. You mentioned Shy. Shy Resnick's with us. Shy, how's it going? <laughs> Hello. Can you see my shirt correctly or is it upside down? Is it like. Well, it's not upside it? down unless you want to flip upside down. But it's. Yeah, it looks good. Backward? Yeah, that, yeah, there you go. Is it backward or is it okay? It looks. I knew this was going to be a fun show. I, I can see myself um, opposite. But shy. I, uh, did you get that copyrighted? Because now that you're putting it on Angular Air, you know everyone's just going to go and steal the idea. Did you get it trademarked? It was wasn't uh, supposed to be dealing with that. I didn't send the pigeon to the lawyer. He didn't. I already stole it. I trademarked uh, it. It's mine now. Right. Sorry. Yeah, but hello. How are you doing, everyone in the shows? All right. <laughs> so, y'all did this talk that was kind of like this performance piece, right? And I want to start off by saying, like, Shai, we were talking ahead of time and you were kind of like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to not, I'm going to dial it down a little bit, maybe not get so stressed, all this other stuff that I'm going to do, right? And <laughs> this talk definitely did not look dialed down. I mean, there was a lot of effort that went into this thing. So what the heck? <laughs> but, but this time was different for me at least internally so traditionally we used to do a recap show after every ngconf <laughs> if i remember correctly but we didn't do one last year uh and i didn't push like i didn't push for it because i was exhausted and i really didn't have a good experience because i was so exhausted and, and burned out uh, but this time, for me at least, it was all about like sh I shifted my focus and it wasn't about me anymore or me doing like a good job or something like that. It was about the audience. It was about them learning and understanding the concept. And from the inception of this talk, this was the focus first teach, then humor. Uh, so that's why I was. Uh, more, much more, like 10x more relaxed uh, this time. Uh, even though that probably Pete and Mike uh, <laughs> probably thought that I was like, I don't know, too stressed. Uh, but I wasn't. This, this is the relaxed guy, uh, the version that you saw, Mike and Pete. So. I yeah. think we saw a lot more than the relaxed and the stressed shy in the uh, rehearsals leading up to the conference. <laughs> yeah. What okay, do you so, mean? So why don't you give a, a real quick description of what, what the talk was, what it was about, that sort of thing, so we can get the backstory really quick of, of or the concept, right? And why were Mike and Pete crying after the dress rehearsals the day before? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, we can talk about that. Uh, <laughs> we're, you know, I, I, we're, with our sensitive side, you know, there's nothing wrong with a bit of crying. <laughs> helps release the tension. You didn't hit them, did you, Shai? No mm. beatings. Again, not with, I cannot answer it without my lawyer. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so just to give a quick uh, 
background to the talk. Pete, do you want to, to explain what this talk was about? I thought you were going to say, Pete, do you want to explain what switch map is? <laughs> <laughs> well, you should just Go. look at the talk. <laughs> um, so uh, I, as I remember it, we were actually at Angular Connect. And you'd just done a fantastic game show, which I think uh, Sam was on. And uh, you said that you were really tired and everything, but you were still like creative, let's do some more stuff. And uh, you'd either been talking to Mike first or you were talking to me, but we were, you were batting around ideas saying, yeah, I want to do some kind of collaboration. And uh, reactive extensions was you know, the new buzzword at the time. So we felt that that was a good place to go. And it's also an area that lots of people find very confusing, even though everyone has to use it now. Um, <laughs> And uh, I think it was Mike that came up with the idea of observables. Um, yeah, that, that's, that was all I had was the name. And then it was, <laughs> and hey, we're going on this little voyage. Would you like to tag along? And I'm like, a fantastic voyage? Yes, please, let me on board. <laughs> that's coordinate so rings. I didn't know that you guys came up with it at Angular Connect because there was just a few months before NGConf, I think it was uh, maybe February or March, there was a big conversation on Twitter about SwitchMap, and people were saying, like, this is the most... Actually, I think that came out of Narwhal, Justin. You might have seen that. Uh, maybe Victor Ward, somebody... Yeah, anyway, people were talking about... Yeah, they were talking about how, like, that's the most commonly misused. A lot of people are confused about that. And I thought it was genius that you guys picked up that topic because so many people were talking about it, but you had already been working on this way before. We were before way that. ahead of him. Yeah, mm -hmm. we've been doing that stuff since before Christmas. But, uh, oh, yeah. but at Angular Connect, we hadn't uh, come up with any real ideas at that point other than Mike's fantastic name. Uh, it really was a, a, a blue sky project. And we started having weekly meetings and just batting around ideas, very, you know, completely open to anything. Uh, based around what we saw people struggling with with RxJS, what we thought was funny and entertaining. Um, and I think Shai was the one who was saying, like, he likes the idea of a story because the way that he'd been explaining various reactive things to people and like, his clients and his friends was using metaphor and stories. And uh, we, we kind of thought, oh, yeah, well, maybe we could act out a story. And it's slowly over a few weeks. Yeah, but before we get into that, I'd, I'd like to talk a little bit, um, assuming that you guys don't have an issue, about where we actually started. And yeah, because I, 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 I want to just jump in and say that uh, so just to give, a, a, you know, it's, fu it's fun to do like this, like three angles of the same story, right? Like everybody gets it, like, you know, a little bit, uh, everybody remembers it a little bit different. So, first of all, Pete was blonde. And Mike was wearing a dress. So this was Angular Connect, OK? Um, if you haven't checked it out, check out the videos. They're hilarious, OK? Mike with the dress and Pete is bound. But never mind that, OK? So um, so I actually did a survey in my like mailing list and ask, asking, like, what's the hardest thing? Like the one that ngconf, it was around the same time. I didn't know that they were sending a server just like for my own like uh, members, uh, and I kept getting like you know testing and observables, 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 observables. That was like the hardest thing that people struggled with, and I <laughs> am one of those people <laughs> because I kept rem trying to remember what the hell switch map. Uh, uh, does like how when should I use it and I kept like coming up with these like stories to myself and uh, and then I, I, I like talked with Pete about maybe ideas for next year and I told him about like a different story that I told myself about switch ramp and he, he he started saying wait we could and that's where Mike, <laughs> you would jump in. Uh, wait, we can take like uh, balls and throw them on people, okay? Like, and they could filter because we started as like doing like RxJS sketches about like yeah, but, but I think operators. Before right? you go uh, further about the different operators, so that that was the key of where the observables name came from. It was the idea of yes, thank you. <laughs> Um, for modeling the idea after marble diagrams. 
that people could, because I think that marble diagrams are an excellent way to visualize an observable. But to take that visualization from the level of seeing balls on the screen move across, to visually see somebody throwing like uh, ball pit balls, to be able to have people as the operators and throwing balls across the stage would was where the concept originally started. So it's not just people throwing balls. I mean, it was like this whole thought out thing. Um, yeah. And that's, that's what Pete was saying. And then I met Mike like a few hours later and told him about my idea and then Pete's idea, just as a side note, like to another conversation that we we're talking about. And, and Mike's eyes uh, lit up and he was like, we can call it observables. And I left and I told Pete that and he left. <laughs> we were like, okay, we need to get together like after the conference and just talk it, like talk about it and see if we have something here. And we actually started, we actually started with the concept of, hey, let's do, let's call it observables. That was supposed to be the name of the talk. And let's throw balls at <laughs> volunteers from the audience. So the idea is we were going to create a human pipeline. So each person would be an operator and they would then have to deal with these balls arriving and then passing them on to other people and someone would have to filter them out and the other person would have to delay them, throttle them or whatever. And it was just going to be complete chaos and lots of fun. But we realized quite quickly that that doesn't actually play out very well on a stage with a very large audience because they wouldn't really be able to see what was going on. It'd be lots of fun for the people actually doing it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, we, we threw some ideas around it, and that was part of the brainstorming. Uh, all right, how do we get this into like an educational point? And then we also did pay attention to the survey that came out from NGCOF of we don't really want the beginner level talks. And we realized that if we were to stay with that approach of actually throwing balls and physically um, going through those actions, even with volunteers, that we could probably get, we decided we could get probably through map, filter, and maybe one or two other not too deep um, uh, uh, operators. operators. Yeah. yeah, thank you. And <laughs> I, I, see, this is how it works. We finish each other's sentences now after yeah. reading so much. This is what happens on stage as well. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Um, but we decided we wanted to um, go a little bit deeper. And one of the ones that we were trying to squeeze into that, because I didn't want to let go of the idea of observables. I, I was the one holding on to that. I said, no, we have to stay with that. Um, but it worked out for the best. And we decided to go deeper on the switch map. One. We tried to figure it out how to get that into the original construct, but it didn't really work. So that's why we uh, shifted gears with the yeah. approach to the yeah, and as a lesson from last year, at least my talk, I, where Bonnie and Mike uh, participated, uh, I felt like it was super funny and very enjoyable, but it wasn't that educational as much as I wanted it to be. I felt like uh, because I had to remove a lot of uh, code from the slides, so because I wanted people to pay attention to the stage. So that's why the, I, I was very like a, a trying to to keep myself from going to the you know only entertaining uh, side of things which I love uh, and try to refocus on no let's teach let's teach let's teach and and then worry about like how to make it uh, enjoyable or funny or you know entertaining and yeah so that's why we dropped the observables spectacle and uh, went for uh, trying to actually teach operators. And we had like a discussion in the start about whether switch map is enough or not, right? Because, you know, maybe it's just like one operator and, you know, it's like too easy and we can be done with it like in five minutes and go home, right? And we have 20 minutes for the talk. Uh, but, but yeah. It was, um, but then we started discussing actually what switch map does, and then we realized that we didn't understand how it worked either. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. so we realized actually this is actually quite a hard topic because <laughs> none of us yeah. could agree on exactly how it works. So we had yeah. to then go into the code and read all the source code and then dissect it. And that was when we realized actually rebuilding switch map from scratch is a good way of understanding how it works. 
And that led us into the next sort of step of, of how this sketch came about. Yeah. But obviously you don't want to just have love you guys more. What? So, it just makes us love you guys more. Mm. So we're fallible. Yeah. So yeah. when Pete yeah. said, yeah. when Pete said we were well ahead of the curve of knowing that we wanted to go deeper into switch map, it was just that we just came to the realization that we had no idea what switch map did before <laughs> other people. And that just worked to our advantage for the talk. Exactly. Because we started like trying to, no, no, it's, it does this and it does that. And, you know, we were like, okay, maybe we have a gem here because we can, while we're building it from scratch, we actually also on the way explain about other topics in RxJS because you explain about what is flattening an array, okay, which is just subscribe, flattening, which is just <laughs> subscribing, you know, to an inner uh, observable. And what, like, you know, we just touch on small points for like, maybe people who are just beginning with RxJS or like why you should pipe the methods or what is mapping, which is kind of um, like the simplest operator uh, that are out there. Um, and we realized that, you know, we have something here, especially when we pushed for uh, to do it as a more of a metaphor or a story. And we tried to find for like, I think for three hours, we discussed like different stories. And we started, we had a, I think a, a bodyguard or like a guard at the club or something like that. We, we thought about different story, a Hollywood producer, right? We had like, I remember like a few options like those. And you've and got something we, to do with a hamburger restaurant. Yeah, that pie. was the original uh, the original story I, I used to tell myself about the a Burger King place with like, you know, somebody ordering uh, a meal and, you know, it starts another observable who starts making the hamburger and all, all those stuff. It wasn't that clear. And we ended up with the story that we thought everybody can relate to, which is the startup CEO who keeps changing his mind about what's the latest technology we should use. So we, you know, just like, no, let's forget about, you know, uh, GWT and now switch to JavaScript, you know, and let's forget about JavaScript. Let's switch to Ruby. Let's, you know, always, and something that everybody can relate to, even if they are uh, in, in the marketing department and not even in the, in the dev department. So uh, that's where we ended. And we felt, I think, that we have something good uh, in the end of that brainstorming session uh, after a few hours. Um, now, you mentioned a three-hour meeting, uh, but I, I want to be clear here. When you say a three-hour meeting, uh, the one thing I learned about the three of us is that the one thing that we were worst at throughout everything was scheduling meetings. So I don't think we had a meeting that was scheduled for more than a half hour, and I don't think we had any meetings that lasted less than two hours. <laughs> it's just because no, no one of us, like, except you, Mike, maybe, like, has a, like, nine to five, even you, Mike, you work from home, right? So all three of us work from home. So we could just be flexible with the time and just like, yeah. And, and then we get to the point where Mike needs to actually release the CLI <laughs> before NGConf or during like during ngconf and he's like okay sorry guys i cannot like you know join this day because we're releasing the angular cli you know? yeah and i think um what was i gonna say so the other trouble of course is that um we could never we could never actually get through a meeting without just spending ages just quipping and coming up with silly like back and forth you know as, <laughs> as you can see um guys you know, you have to really struggle to get us to speak and you're having to ask lots of closed questions and we don't really want us to talk um, amongst ourselves. Um, yeah. And that was true when we were having these meetings, you know, you would spend like 30 minutes of the first meeting would just be like, hi, how's it going? So let's actually go into doing some of the work now. And uh, I, I definitely think that it's not a very effective way of getting through meetings, but it was a certainly a very enjoyable way of getting through meetings. We really had a lot of fun. And uh, 
and I think we built up pretty good uh, relationship between the three of us as well over that time. Because I, I don't know about uh, Mike and Shy, but I hadn't really worked with the two of you before much, not in not in this kind of level. So we we were kind of diving into a, an unknown. It could have gone horribly wrong. And there were obviously <laughs> moments where we had some creative differences. But uh, Shy normally managed it very well in a very sort of positive Brad Green kind of a way. Now, you know? to be clear, though, we did have times where it went horribly wrong. Um, it's good that the code of conduct for ng-conf applies to the conference and maybe not necessarily to some of the planning meetings. <laughs> Let's just yeah. put it this way. It was a good job we were on separate continents or large parts of continents. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't go around each other's house. Yeah, I, I, was, I, I was surprised because I... Again, maybe it all came together because if if it was maybe the old child, I was more like stressed or more like you know obnoxious <laughs> to work with. I don't know, and uh, maybe because I toned it down and and this time and and actually, I didn't know what to expect myself as well uh, because I, I work with Mike uh, a bunch of times creatively. Right, writing I don't know courses and and stuff, helping each other with like presentations. Uh, but we never worked well. But you know, sometimes you can feel it when we talked in Angular Connect, and you you have this like you know like music playing. <laughs> I don't know, like you know, um, like a tennis match, right? When you come up with the idea and you talk, you know, each other, and it's like a play. Uh, so you can sense if you have a this click with someone and i think we we both like we all three had had this from the from the start but yeah you're right we, we couldn't have uh, known that it will be such a great uh, uh collaboration i think because and it really rendered uh, uh or like we could really show its result like the maybe what we developed over the rehearsals on the stage itself because uh, <laughs> yeah, when when we got to so the plan was to rehearse, 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 you know, of online, right? So we had like I don't know two meetings a day, few hours each meeting, and we just rehearsed the. And one of us was like you know with the script, the other two were without the script and just tried to memorize the lines because it was a hard. Test. Let's face it. We, we Although I was never quite sure if uh, Mike was truly not reading the script on the sly, because he had this other screen and he kept like coming up with the lines really well. And you're like, you must be reading that. I said, no, 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 I'm not reading that. It's all in here. It's fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I had it memorized the minute it was written. I don't know what you're talking about. He's got like this <laughs> photographic memory. It was unbelievable. You know, never yeah. missed the line. Yeah. I wish Alyssa was here. She could she could empathize with you guys about the torture Shy put her through when she was in NG Rap. She's she said that you were a very serious taskmaster and that you were like, do it again, do it again, do it again, do it again until it's perfect. But she also said it was it was really fun to be a part of that. So uh, I think it's probably worth it. Yeah, but I can imagine like the rehearsals. Do it again. Um maybe. Yeah, <laughs> well, Pete, Pete, Pete could uh, maybe. Uh... <laughs> well, I, I actually have a question about that. Speaking of Pete, because I want to know how much. Because I, for me, I, I love Shy and Mike so much, but I thought Pete kind of stole the show because he was hilarious. And I want to know how much of that you directed, and how much of that just was Pete being Pete. Like, well, tell you what. Do tell say you it what. again, Pete. Flattening. Flattening. <laughs> I tell you what, like uh, even like the hour before we were going on, we were up in Mike's room and Shy was still like going, no, 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 do that line again. No, 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 it's not like that. Think, think more like you're slightly crazy, but uh, like psychotic, but in a nice way. It's like, do it again, do it again. It's like, okay, flattening. No, 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 not like that. It's flattening. No, 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 it's too much. And like literally we were doing that over and at one point I just said, look, Shy, uh, I'm getting a little stressed here because we're going on in an hour and like there's this other 19 minutes and 57 seconds of the 20 minute talk, which we haven't covered. And <laughs> we're just covering my little three seconds over and over again. <laughs> yeah. But if you, if the direction that he gave you was psychotic, but nice, slightly crazy, I think you nailed it. 
feet because that's exactly <laughs> what we saw on stage was a little well, crazy. End, so yeah, in the fun. end, he just said, look, look, do, just be yourself. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was good. That that was actually good that you that you said it because that's part of the part of the craziness before the talk is like all the adrenaline kicks in and you realize that you're up in a, in one hour and and especially if like you have someone like me who's like you know i'm from the start i told pete and mike um that i asked permission to be like direct very direct not to like you know sugarcoat anything just to be like you know this is what I think, this is what I think. And I didn't try to do it in a mean way. I just tried to do it in a like a productive way. And uh, and and it's good that you stopped me like one hour before because I real I realized it made me realize that yeah, it's it doesn't really help right now because you know it is what it is and what 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 will be will be. And we actually had at this point enough rehearsal time. I think that we could wing it, you know, if something will go wrong and something did go wrong. <laughs> no, the first, I like, asked lots of seconds. people, no one, oh. no one noticed. <laughs> what, what was it that was not planned? We can never tell if you're, if you're improvising or if that was like a part of the, we can never tell. The last 19 minutes, um, <laughs> that were absolutely <laughs> from the moment shy got on stage onwards. Yeah. Okay, it was well, all but, improvised. <laughs> okay, but, but before you reveal that of what you sh it should have been, I, I have like a ton of stuff on, I want to ask you about, talk about. Um, but I want to start first by talking about your educational approach with this and the story and some of the things that unfolded, because I think that it was really brilliant and it did such a great job of teaching this topic, right? And I kind of want to get into that in a little more detail. You know, you started out with this story that you told, like you mentioned, you gave the whole backstory of like how you got to this story and, and stuff like that, right? And we talked a little bit about the characters that were in the story. I think there were these very endearing characters. You had three of them, right? Well, you actually had more of them. Yeah, we, we did have enough more. We had these three main <laughs> characters, right? We started out with. And the cool thing about that was that they were all different. And I think they were all different characters that people could attach to. They could just say, oh, I'm feeling like Mike. I, I feel just kind of like I did something and I'm lost. I don't really understand it. Or I'm feeling like... Pete and and you know I love like psycho I'm really into it right um, or like I'm I'm the one that like like shy's character I want to I want everything new and shiny let's do it let's figure out how to do it right and so you gave the audience different characters that they could connect to right so it, it immediately they can go okay I'm I'm engaged in this story and that was brilliant I thought that was awesome yeah and as we I, went I, on that journey um, you slowly and you you gave the story got them in, invested in in taking this journey and then you started slowly burning over the here's some code you can see right you sprinkle the magic on and here's some images that go with the code that as it traverses through and all these educational points just started coming out and, and it allowed you to ground and, and connect to those things and so that's a lot right there but to start with that like, I thought that was awesome so yeah. maybe you could talk a little bit about that yeah. Okay. So, but, uh, just quickly, this is a bit like uh, the Q and A at the end of NG Comp, where the guy said, "I'm sure there was a question coming in there somewhere." <laughs> um, so, when we were putting together the talk, it was it was a collaborative effort throughout, all the way through from inception, through writing the script, through um, acting it out. Everybody was collaborative, and it was all three of us doing each of the parts. Um, but when we wrote the script, we did not write it that, all right, this is going to be Pete, this is going to be Shy, this is going to be Mike. It was written with three different roles, and we eventually changed the script so that we could see it, find our names. But the three roles were a noob, which is basically somebody who has who wasn't sure of exactly what's going on, who's being educated. Um, the over-cocky nerd who <laughs> thinks he knows what he's talking about and wants to push his um, thoughts onto somebody, and then reactive teacher man who was just teacher. So the person who can come up, come in with the instruction and the theory behind everything to be able to deliver those three aspects of the same story. Yeah. So we kept them, you know, treating them as like separate entities, right? And the nerd is like, you know, the the one who knows but cannot teach. And directed teacher man should be like the one who, who is more gentle and try to be empathetic 
and figure out where the noob is, right? If he understood the whole thing. And I think when we realize we have just one concept to focus on, which is switch map, and like tell the story, rebuild it from scratch, rerun it, rerun it, rerun it, rerun it all like all the time. It's kind of like, you know, in improv, in improvisation, we have um, this like principle of uh, zooming. Okay, somebody, someone, uh, some people call it uh, giving more color, right? Zooming on this topic and just talk about this. Um, and we actually zoomed in <laughs> on switch map a lot of time. And in in improv, when you're playing a scene, uh, sometimes when you're a noob <laughs> in improv, you want to rush it. You want to like, you know, talk as fast as you can and move the plot forward uh, because you're afraid that what you have is not interesting enough, right? It's too boring. So you want to, yeah, yeah, let's move there. Let's go there. Let's, you know, shoot that guy, you know? And uh, instead, what more professional imp impro uh, improvisers uh, do um, is that they focus. So they notice like, oh, that color all on the doorknob is red, you know, or, you know, they notice stuff. So they build this whole world of uh, stuff. So I think that kind of like just, it, hit me now, so i just like excited about it now, uh, that we actually, I think, use that principle on this talk, which was like zooming in on one thing and explore all the details around that one thing to make sure, absolutely sure, that we are not rushing and moving forward the plot to another operator, but actually making sure that no one will leave this talk with a question about what switch map is doing right so that was the um... and, and it like the the great part about that is like you said you, you get you focus on the one thing that what are they going to come what's the audience going to come away with learning right and that's switch map they're going to learn switch map but the beauty of it is there there's all these little other nuggets that will come up and surface that they can learn alongside of that so they're really going to learn a lot of stuff but by focusing on the one their mind can focus on this and then they just kind of absorb and get these other things you know you described flattening uh, higher order observables you know uh, a little refactoring in there with the the pipe method right uh, and using that so there's all these little nuggets that came out of that as well that you can walk away with as, as an audience member going wow I just consumed and, and learned a lot of stuff there um, and but yeah. I was able to mentally you know, uh, digest it. And we did, we did spend quite a lot of time discussing this scope issue because um, we were really quite nervous that one topic was just going to be too little and people were going to come away saying, well, what, they just spent 20 minutes just talking about one operator? What a waste of, you know, what a waste of 20 minutes. But then, so then we started thinking, well, okay, can we throw some other stuff in there? But we immediately realized that to do it justice, that would end up being hugely overrunning like as it was we were trying to squeeze quite a lot into that 20 minutes and um even at the last hour like on the plane on the way over i was getting these messages from shy saying right we ought to talk about the other flattening map like the concat map and the exhaust map and these things as well even just like just one slide just to mention it and uh and we decided in the end that it wasn't needed because it was such a clean clear concept and as you say once you understand switch map in the way that we explained it, it's quite straightforward to then pick up and understand the other flattening operators, I would say, because you can apply the same mental brain and you just apply a different flattening strategy. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's, that, uh, so actually, I'm, I, so I think you suggested, Pete, that we can, like, you know, not include it, not to confuse and, and to write a blog post about it later. So I actually picked up the challenge and I started today writing a blog post about it, uh, like showing that we, so we tricked you into watching a, a talk about switch map, but actually you watched the talk about switch map, concat map, merge map, uh, exhaust map, and with this super ninja trick, you could like, you know, change the flattening strategy and have a new operator and what, what to be aware of and all the nuances that you talked about, Justin, uh, just like, you know, explained. And because this talk is basically uh, just a, a, 
an infrastructure, okay, to understand for understanding like more operators, more maybe even uh, complicated operators. But when you break it down, you understand that well, it might not be that complicated once I get what is flattening, what is mapping. So if you map to an observable, again, if you map to plain values, just strings or something like that, you don't need to care about these flattening operators, right? Uh, only if you map to something that returns an observable, then you need to worry about, okay, which flattening strategy should I use, right? And then switch map or merge map or concat map, all the others kicks swish in. Map. Yeah. Don't forget swoosh map. Swish map, swoosh map, swoosh, yeah, swoosh, swoosh map. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so I think it will be, it will have an effect much greater than the talk itself because, um, because, because of this realization of like, okay, this was just a base. I can't the, believe um, you tricked us like that. <laughs> now he's going to trick you into reading a blog, which will then lead you on to actually signing up to one of his courses. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I wish I had a course about RxJS. That was so smart of me if I would have had a, a course. But I think, oh, real quick, because there was another thing you brought up, Justin, that I want to talk about, is that as we were writing the script and we're trying to go through and learn our lines and everything else, we had, a, or at least personally, I had a hard time without any visuals. So we're doing most of our talk preparation and script and rehearsals and attempting to memorize without any slides. Um, but I think a big credit goes to, I, I, it was mo I think it was mostly shy and some P, the idea of having video slides, not just showing something up there, but to be able to have the talking points and the timing of seeing things move and visually understand the words that we were speaking so that they corresponded with each other back and forth. I think that really helps to drive, help to drive home the points that we were making. Yeah, that definitely wasn't my idea because that was the right pain in the rear. <laughs> From the point of view of actually uh, implementing it on stage, that was really hard. Um, so I'm definitely happy to let Shy take all the credit for that. <laughs> and also, <laughs> also he and David did an amazing job of actually putting all those animations together. You know, Mike and I were putting in hours and hours of rehearsal time and and, and previously in terms of writing the script with Shy. But actually, in the few weeks up to up to the conference. Uh, Shy was driving off every day to go and see David and spend the entire day like recording these little animations and then tweaking them and changing the timing of them so that they fitted in with the, the dialogue and cutting them up into the sections so that we could click between them. It was unbelievable the amount of time and effort that went into this. It's vast, which is why I doubt any of us will ever do something like this again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So David is the chief crazy ed video editor at Hires, and he lives in my town. So I kept driving to his place, and and we we sat down to figure things out uh, how we're gonna make it. And that was yeah, that was super hard. But in terms of video, we are used to like hard videos because this is basically what we do. But I think what was like this was like a a Broadway production because it wasn't just videos, right? When you see videos on YouTube, it's just like you see the video, right? But this required like mostly Pete and and Pete should have like the, the biggest credit here because he was the clicker guy. He was supposed to know on like, you know, for 20 minutes after four words, after five words, I need to click this, click this. You had like, I don't know, hundreds, of clicks because we had I I think like 78 107, 107 slides in total. So think about like we have like a nine maybe 90 or 100 uh, of them as video slides. So for two seconds here, one second there, you know, everything you saw was video, but in ch chunk up into one seconds or two seconds. So everything needed to be in sync. So every word counted, and Pete needed to rehearse his lines, and the click, <laughs> the clicks <laughs> of the slides, which was kind of crazy doing it all like in the few days leading up to the to the talk. I don't I don't, I don't think because people people ask me if we were typing it or not, 
like on stage. So I guess they didn't realize it was video. Um, yes, and also, cool. also, also, also one, one more thing. Uh, maybe I, I, I'm exposing them now, but during the, during the, the, the rehearsals, it makes a change. Shy. What? Normally we're exposing yourself, not us. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but it's it's a family show. Uh, so uh, no, so uh, in the rehearsals we talked about like when we saw the videos, uh, the typing of the of the code was too slow. So that's uh, part of the tweaks we did to make it like fit into the twenty minutes. So uh, we we talked about changing it to Kara speed. Okay, so um, <laughs> to do it in Kara speed. So. If you ever watch Kara from the Angular team uh, code, uh, she she's not human, I think, in terms of coding uh, speed. So so I told David, let's take it to Kara speed, you know, just like the enterprise. Uh, so um, so that's what we we ended up with Kara speed on 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 the videos. And a fun fact, we asked Stephen Fluent to shoot an another angle of uh, of of the of the show of the talk because we thought okay for the editing later uh, the more the merrier the more angles we have the better we can edit it and he sat in the front row guess next to who kara so when we, they saw the code I, I heard it in the editing uh, audio. She actually, uh, I think, I don't know if he's told her or she told Steven, like, look at the speed. Oh, Steven told Kara, they're face faster than you even, or something like that, they're whispering. So maybe I ex just exposed them. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it's out. What can we do? Um, so yeah, just a fun. That fact. was quite funny actually because um, uh, I think Shy did the original typing, and then and then speeded it up. And then we would come back to a meeting, and I'd be like, "No, we need that to be faster. We need it to be faster." He's like, "It's already like three times what I type." So he'd go away, and it come out. It's like, right, this is five times. I'm like, still got to be faster. It's going to take too long. And so I think you probably ended up being like eight times your normal typing speed that we were coming. Kara speed, yeah. Kara, Kara, some speed. But bring you guys bringing up Kara makes me want to bring up the other aspect of the talk that really helped solidify and bring everything together, which was the other people we were able to incorporate into the talk. So uh, the idea of getting did ben someone Lesh, say Ben Lesh? Yes, at the beginning was brilliant, and then we were like, "Hey, wouldn't it be great if?" And then we said that a few other times, like, hey, wouldn't it be great if we could get Mishko to come on stage? Wouldn't it be great? And everything, just everybody was so great. And anybody that we asked uh, to help out was like, sure, absolutely. What, what can I do? Even Jeremy was fine with being in charge of the Backbone material team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Yeah, so definitely thank you everybody for without, Yeah, lots of these people signed up without even having any idea what we we're going to ask them to do, you know. We just kind of said, you want to be on stage with us? You know, we need someone to be something. It's okay. Don't worry about it. We'll tell you later. And they're like, yeah, cool, whatever. <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> just sign this release form. And, uh, yeah, but... Uh, okay, I have to get in a question before we run out of time because we're getting mm -hmm. close to the hour. I want to know where those glasses came from. The, that was... The, I, like, I just thought... I don't know why I loved them so much, but they were so silly... And like I could imagine, I don't know if Shy gave them to you, and made you wear them, or if you pulled them out and Shy got happy and said, "Oh, you have to wear them." But I can just imagine that there was a moment there. Well, actually, these glasses were from my daughter. They uh, they had some uh, dressing up glasses that she's had for like five years. So they're really small for me. They're not for adults at all. They're for children. And although the very center of the glass is quite clear and straight, it, the rest of it's really curvy. So when you put them on, you just you get this sort of crazy kaleidoscope kind of vision thing going on. And um, if you wear them for too long, you start getting headaches and migraines and feeling dizzy and sick. And so what you'll see in the video is that for the first bit, I was supposed to be wearing them, but because I couldn't wear them backstage, I put them on the top of my head because if I, let, I had them on backstage too long, I'd start to feel all sick. So um, I put them on top of my head and I completely forgot that I was supposed to be wearing them until halfway through. 
and I suddenly get, oh, yeah, pop them back down, and then you get the effect. Um, I, I thought it was on purpose, you know? I saw <laughs> it. I noticed it only on the, I don't know, 17 times uh, when I edited the, the footage. Uh, then I noticed, hey, Pete is not wearing the glasses. What the hell? I don't remember from the talk when we were on stage because I remember being backstage and I'm starting to walk onto the stage and I'm carrying the laptop to go sit down. And that's when I realized, oh, I guess our talk's starting soon. <laughs> I had this weird out of body experience of, oh yeah, this is gonna happen like about now. <laughs> but yeah, I had yeah. no idea. Uh, I didn't even pay attention to the glasses or what have you. Uh, and yeah. until you just pointed it out now. Yeah, me neither. I didn't notice only after the like watching the the final video. And before before we run out of time, just like to uh, to share because we we mentioned it before. But what the hell happened during the show, right? Be before that, real quick, something um, went wrong. <laughs> I, I I need to apologize real quick though. So I want to apologize to Pete for. A, not noticing about your glasses, and B, for stepping on your hand on stage. <laughs> to formally apologize for that. I'm sorry. It's it's better now. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, that was unplanned as well. So we had a bug. We had like a constraint to use. We need to use a PowerPoint, uh, but an old version because I uh, this is what I had on my laptop. And... Um, and that old version has a bug where when you play a video, if you accidentally skipped, you know, just like with the slide, oops, I went over like two slides or something like that, you cannot go back, okay? Because if you go back, everything gets screwed. Like, uh, you know, it jumped back to the first frame and we needed to be continuous. So we knew that if, something will happen and we'll miss the queue, we'll click twice instead of once. That's it. That like, Here goes all that point <laughs> away. And uh, so we didn't do it like on purpose. Like again, I, I was in charge, I think, on very short time of the script, uh, of the first slides, and then P took over. Uh, and we didn't miss like our cues. But on stage for the first time, we discovered there's probably a new bug, okay, which happens only on stage, which is when you click once, it jumps two slides randomly, okay? So that's what happens, I think, after like the third slide. Like we're if you remember, the CEO fires the, what the hell? This is what I was thinking, like, you know? <laughs> and all of Luckily us- Luckily you didn't uh, swear in Hebrew this time. Yeah, yeah, I didn't swear in Hebrew. Uh, but um, like we all were looking at each other, like you could see like this brain freeze. Of, what do we like, do now? Let's what do we just... do now? What do we do now? What do we do now? Okay. And we just like improvised our way out of this like weird situation because we had a whole point and we just skipped the whole thing and now everything was built on top of that point and now we need to figure how to phrase stuff differently on stage like in live so that that caused a few hiccups where we're like looking at each other like trying to figure out what the hell, what the hell. And it actually threw us off, I think, a bunch of times from the original script. And we, <laughs> all three of us had points in the in the talk where we completely <laughs> forgot our lines, okay? Completely. And so completely that we were sure that it's the other guy's line now. So, and why won't you? I, I always, afterwards, I was describing it to people like getting lost in the forest. You know, you, you're walking along the path and you're like, oh, there's a nice tree. I'll just kind of have a look at that. And then you turn around, it's like, where's the path gone? Whoa. <laughs> and then you're wandering around in this wood looking for the path again. And you have no idea where it was. It could have been two miles in the other direction. But I think that's the power of, um, of, of the, this trio that was formed during their uh, last several months because 
we I think we had enough uh, experience and enough like getting each other's backs uh, to know because we learned the other two parts as well. So we knew sort of, okay, no, no, now it's your part or now it's your part. So we always have two people trying to push the third one to is like, you know, <laughs> do you, are you sure you want to go there or do you want to explain how that works? You know, something like that. So that happened like, I think three or four times, but uh, just a spoiler, you, you you won't see it in the now uh, the the video got released yesterday I think or uh, yeah yesterday and it was after heavy ed video editing that I did for like I think 16 17 hours um, so I actually recorded the missing stuff at my home and add them added them to the to the final video, so we want yeah, So basically to what he did is he rebuilt the entire stage in this home with a big <laughs> LED screen, and then he dressed up like me and Mike, and actually yeah, you won't notice it. You know, it's really, yeah, it's really slick. Yeah. So, but, yeah. So you, when you see this, the video now, it's actually the, how we, it was meant to be. So you won't notice any hiccups, but if you were there in the audience, yeah. That's what want. you pay the big bucks for going to NGConf to see the hiccups yeah. <laughs> and not the edited version. By the way, I just wanted to say, you talked about my glasses, but actually there were a whole bunch of really cool props that were used, which I think added a massive amount to the, uh, the quality of the, of, of the talk, uh, particularly things like the helmet and the gun that shoots money and the, the various other things. And um, the guys at NGConf were unbelievable. Uh, unbelievably helpful in helping us put all of these things together. I think Shai just emailed them a list of like, you need to get some braces and you need a, a 10 gallon hat and you know, all these different things and the wig or I don't know. And they just got them all sorted and they were even going to build a door for us on stage. And um, they were so helpful. And yeah, uh, the, the, the production team, Sunny, Tyler, and all the. Uh, amazing crew of uh, of uh, women that work uh, works there. Um, the I said it in the last episode about the NG show. I mentioned how much helpful uh, they were, and also uh, I want to mention them and also the production, like the AV team, who were like, you know, we got there one day before, and they said, "Hey, uh, you can do like switch. We can switch the lights." you know to make it more theatrical and we can like you know go from this camera to this camera and we can add more angles and they were like so helpful so that may also made a lot of the the show so i want to also give them credit and again the amazing uh, sunny and tyler team with all the props and they, they actually the gun with the money was so we asked for like money to throw and they like ordered the gun i think it was marty Specifically, she was like in charge of the, you know, um, you know, getting the props and stuff. So yeah, uh, shout out to Marty uh, from the NGCon production team. But I don't think that you should see that as an excuse to do that in you, anyone else's. Anyone who's watching shouldn't necessarily think that they can just turn up to NGCon and uh, ask them to do because I think they'll kill us. <laughs> <laughs> If we no, set that precedent, anyone who wants to put props in their show is probably going to have a pretty funny talk. But I don't know if it's going to be funny, like on shy level funny. That's like a whole nother level. On us, on us, on Pete and Mike. The, the funny wasn't there at the beginning. It was a serious story and everything else. The funny are the things that we added in after the script was put together. I don't think you three could get up on stage together and not be funny. Like, even if you were trying to be serious, I don't think that you could be not funny. Because of Pete. Pete is the always, always with the jokes. And the glasses. You just stand there and wear those glasses and you'll be funny. Yeah, you glasses have to talk. were amazing. I, actually, a fun fact about the glasses, I actually have the same model as Pete, and I brought it all the way just in case Pete will forget his. <laughs> There were yeah, two, like, I went up to Pete after and I was like, Pete, I love those glasses. Can I have them? And he's like, no. 
<laughs> no, those are my daughters. I only borrowed them. <laughs> of course, true professional. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, we're getting to the end of the show, so we better uh, wrap it up. Any last things on the on the talk before we get into some picks? Say it now, or I'm just sorry we didn't really have much to say. You know, next time we'll try and you know be a bit more outgoing. Oh, yeah, man. try and help to drive the show forward a yeah. little bit. Yeah, I was like pulling teeth getting y'all to talk. It was yeah. terrible. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, let's do some quick picks and then uh, we'll call it a wrap. So, who's got picks? Who wants to go first? Just I have up. one. All right, Bonnie. So, uh, Pete, you don't need this because you already know this, but Shy, well, you probably know this too, but I'm just reminding you. Uh, Angular Connect call for papers is open and you only have a month left and I didn't there's some speakers already listed but you're not on there so I know you uh, might not be ready to do another production but you have to because your public needs you so do it do it and everybody else um, also can I, uh, can I just say on that on that point um, we are also uh, doing similar thing to what ngconf do which is having like office hours for CFP so if anyone's thinking of doing a, C a CFP submission then they want to chat with us uh, if you go to the, the CFP page, there are some links to Calendly so that you can actually uh, select a slot where you can talk to one of the organizers about your submission before you enter it. So, can, uh, can I book with with you? <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. I, you know, I don't think I'll Pete wants to talk to you anymore. <laughs> so, actually, is it, is, um, it, is it okay? Shy and I want to do a talk about Concat Map. <laughs> A cat map map. Is that it's like that, it's going to have only if you do it in a Dr. Zeus style? Deal. Deal. Just do it. Take it. Do it. It'll be great. I want to see this. Cool. All right. Who else got picks? Um, so I have a, one um, selfish pick because it's a blog post I wrote, but it was about the whole process leading up to this talk. So I, I, a lot of the things we talked about uh, today, I just share my personal uh, point of view and also some lessons that I learned along the way about how to reduce the stress levels and all that stuff. So if you're interested, uh, and I wrote it because I, again, I opened up this blog because I thought it could help um, others maybe in, you know, uh, before stressful situations on, uh, and stuff. So check it out and uh, once the new post will be ready, I hope, I don't know, today or tomorrow, uh, so this, that will be the following post. So you can check that out also about the merge map and all, all the other operators. So that those are my picks for the day. And there's a comment in the, so uh, we have people watching Angular Air on uh, YouTube and there's a comment in the chat from Saroon. He wants you to do uh, change detection next. So that's a great topic. Oh, with the rabbi? Yes. But they need to, to grow the beard. You grow a good beard. You could totally do it. We believe in you. I, I will for next year. Yeah. Give All me right. one year. All right, Pete, you have a pick? Um, so if, if anyone wants to know what it's like to rehearse with Shy and Mike, um, there's a really good YouTube video uh, of Fozzy Bear and Kermit the Frog from The Muppet Show. And Fozzie Bear is trying to give this uh, comedy uh, sketch about uh, the, uh, called The Comedians of Air. And uh, he's trying to rope Kermit into doing it. And he's trying to give Kermit the line. And they're rehearsing. And it's all going wrong. It's really funny. And, it, and when we were rehearsing, I just kept thinking of this over and over again, this little sketch. It just felt so similar to what we were doing. So do go and watch that. It'll entertain you, even if it doesn't educate you as much as our talk did. Cool. Very cool. All right, uh, Mike, do you have anything? No, I, used, I had to pick on Tuesday. I don't have any picks today. All right. Well, this talk, right? This talk that's on YouTube, the, the switch map one. Yeah, just a little bit of local storage. But that's it. And do go and watch the uh, switch map talk again, because uh, if you watched it live stream, it's nowhere near as good as it is now, now that Shai's re-edited it, because you get all the nice close-ups, and there's no car crashes. It's really gorgeous, and it's, it's like an, it's like an airbrushed piece of art, right? Or a picture. <laughs> yeah. We're all a little bit slimmer, but um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I but, um, 
but yeah, it's I I can't. I've seen it like I've been involved in this for so long, and I still watch the video out loud. I just love it. It's so much fun. Yeah, my daughter and I watched it on a TV last night, and uh, it was pretty cool because she kept asking like. I know with the, with the llama dating site and stuff like that, she remembered uh, us showing that before. So um, she was asking questions about that, but then she got really excited about all the technical aspects that you talked about that, that you pulled off here, right? Especially the keyboard thing. She kept asking, that's really cool how he's not really typing the words, but the screen is showing it, but he's typing it like he's simulating that. Right. So she got all excited about the, the technical aspects of it as well too. So it's definitely, yeah, you have to watch it. The camera angle switching. I mean, it's a, full production so it was great yeah what we should have said is we actually had cara backstage typing live for us <laughs> everyone would believe that yeah yeah cara speed yeah awesome make her even more legendary than she already is totally all right well that's a wrap shy pete mike thank you so much for your talk and all your efforts and then for coming on today and and uh giving us this insight we really appreciate it thank you Thank you. you it's been a lot of fun, and I'm going to miss hanging out with these guys. Yeah, we, we should continue, but without like actually preparing a talk, we should just rehearse something in a random way. Or, or okay. just hang out without any stress or pressure. Yeah, we'll just, what's we'll the fun in that? We'll just schedule another Angular Air episode and have everybody on, and we'll just talk about nothing. It'll be like the Seinfeld episode. All right, thanks. Uh, see you next episode. Later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.